With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. On tape from Pasadena, it's a one-time late-night parody episode of Convince Me! Tonight's guests are sex therapist Michael Stortz, wildlife photographer Nathan Pleabody, and music by Bob Dylan. And now, here's your host, Thayer, the French cat, Freshette! Hey, hey, hey! How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Mm. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Up Late in Pasadena. It is 5 p.m. Uh, we've got a great, Woo. great show tonight. Great show tonight. Let's give it up for the band, huh? Yeah? All right. All right. Good. All right. All right. It's great to, great to be here. Uh, how was your week? How was your week? It was good. Oh, had a spicy week. Started it off with some tacos. That's classic Carlito. Oh, Carlito, great to have you here. So, uh, you know, a lot of news to get to. Let's start it off. Libertarian nominee Gary Johnson, you see this? Did not qualify for the final presidential debate. When asked for comment, the city of Aleppo asked, Who? (laughs) 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 All right, big crowd tonight. And uh, the New York Times today predicted Hillary Clinton's victory in the upcoming election as 89% likely. Mathematicians concluded that there's still an 11% chance for a rapist in chief. Ooh, edgy. We make it off the air for that one. <laughs> oh, okay, a tough, tough crowd for that. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, music news. Ah, there it is. All right, yeah, music news. The Chainsmokers topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Things have really picked up for the group since they changed their name from the Occasional Vapors. <laughs> But seriously, vaping is the worst. Okay, don't do it. Don't do it. Looking at you, no, not in the studio. Not in the uh, studio. I, I don't want that. Might take a might take a puff if someone else is having a cigarette. Oh, we bring the greatest greatest fans to this <laughs> this show. That's great. That's great. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, so after the release of uh, you know Trump's now infamous tape, Trump tweeted, "Certainly has been an interesting twenty four hours." Moments later, he was caught fondling the Twitter bird. You know, you know that you've seen the icon? Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. And uh, Vanilla Ice of Ice Ice Baby fame, you know, live tweeted Hurricane Matthew from his Palm Beach home. It was the first case of a disaster tweeting about a disaster. <laughs> he's not doing well. He's not he's doing a, well. Wish him the best. He's a friend of mine. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Man, we are not paying you enough. Uh, well, maybe we are. Anyway, let's continue. A new study says that entitled people often live a life of chronic disappointment. The title of the study was Trump Runs for President. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. Tremendous. It's great. Tremendous. <laughs> I need a word. Yeah. You burnt. Trump. Yeah. That, that guy. guy in the audience. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, great. To, where, where are you from there, buddy? Woo. <laughs> good, good, good. Good to be here. 
never, never been to Woo personally. Me neither, but uh, I hope to go there. <laughs> Seems like a great place. We're having a lot of fun here on Up Late in Pasadena tonight. Uh, let's uh, a little bit more to get to here. A fly landed directly on Hillary Clinton's face during the second presidential debate. Did you see this? And uh, Trump immediately accused her of not being able to defend against flysis. <laughs> I took uh, that. Well, ISIS is a terrorist group. I've been, for those watching at home, I don't, you know. And then, I've, uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Sort of a Bernie Sanders moment. A birdie, right? yeah, a bit of a bit of a Bernie Sanders. Uh, not to threes. not to mention it was the first time a fly ever passed up uh, landing on a steaming pile of orange shit. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, guys, writers meeting after this. All right, all right, good to be here. Writers meeting after this. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Carlito. Muchas gracias. Um, Muchas gracias, Carlito. Muchas gracias. Hey, it always goes my way. That's all I got to say. Oh, Carlito. <laughs> Writers were meeting seriously after this, Who's everyone. The rest of the band? Just Carlito tonight, okay? Just Carlito and a little acoustic set. Thank you, though. We'll, uh, we, lo- we love having you here. Let's uh, get to some more funnies, or maybe not. Again, writers were meeting after this. Great to have you here. You listen to up late on Pasadena, in Pasadena, whatever. Japan's Mount Aso volcano let out an 11,000 meter ash cloud. Oh, really? But, yeah, really. That's a huge cloud, right? But scientists later realized it was just Godzilla farting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this. Uh, no, no, he's Japanese. But uh, are you, aren't you from Wu? Isn't that Chinese? Well, whatever. You know, it's, it's always good to banter with our audience. Edgy. Oh, pushing it. Pushing it here. Writers meeting and probably HR meeting as well. And uh, let's close it out with one of our weaker jokes as we love to do on this show. Amazon is going to expand their grocery business with new convenience stores. And I got to say, I got to say, Amazon is at the pinnacle of innovation. They took ebooks, put them into hard copy bookstores, took online groceries into markets in your neighborhood, and next they're opening up a new movie store called Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, 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 yeah, all right, got them. You, you ever see those anymore there? No, well, well, the the joke is the blockbuster are out of business, I Carlito. Oh, oh, Redbox. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was uh, kind of scared of those. They seem like robots. Oh, I forgot we had a conspiracy theorist slash band leader. But okay, hey, great to have you, Carlito. Much gracias. It's all going my way. I'm oh, sorry, gracias, Carlito. Muchas gracias, gracias. Uh, Carlito, gracias. Uh, stop trying. That's okay. Man. Okay. Uh, sorry, Carlito. I know uh, you're very, very popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that Carlito laugh. But, uh, that uh, that concludes those great jokes. But uh, yeah, I'll be well. Uh, sorry to Michael Stanley, one of our writers. He won't be coming back to the show. Okay. Oh. So- Wait. What? Mike. Michael and I were supposed to go to Del Taco tomorrow. Well, he'll have plenty of free time. I'll say that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, muchas gracias, Carlito, and sorry to Michael Stanley, and a big shout out to our friend from Wu, all the way from China. Woo. There he is again. Great to have him here. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show now. Let's give it up. Huh? Let's get a, we got a great <laughs> show. Yeah. Oh, rowdy. Honestly, too rowdy. Up security. You ready? Uh, this sounds like a couple of drunkos out there. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's hard to say because this is up late in Pasadena. Uh, I mean, give it up, guys. Michael Stortz and Navin Peabody are here. And Bob Dylan. Bob, mother. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I'm uh, very excited about that. Oh, God. Yeah, better watch out. I might take your job. Don't joke about that. You're firing people left and right. Yes, I am, Carlito. Thin ice, my friend. Or should I say thin scythe? Yeah! Hey, that's not, not an appropriate time to make jokes about like that. See? Okay, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's bring out our first guest. Is an acclaimed photographer. Uh, I think. The, I think. A, I'm sorry. Producer signaling. Uh, I'm sorry. This. Stop. No. What? Are you, why are you waving at me? Why? Are you, why? Are you, stop. Okay. Yes. 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 Our first. Our first. Uh, first guest will coming up in a moment. But right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're watching it up late in Pasadena. Thank you so much. Hey guys, it's Jeff from Convince Me, and I'm back today to tell you about Business.com. Business.com helps your small business by assembling a custom portfolio of insults to sling at your competitors. Hundreds of companies have used Business, including Rico's Fish Tacos, who used Business to diss the biggest competitor, Rubio's Baja Grill. Here's what they got. There's something fishy about Rubio's. For soft tacos, they sure are hard to eat. <laughs> We're going to Rubio's? Oh, no. Oh, no is a type of fish that they serve at Rubio's. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Pubio's Baja Smell. <laughs> Rubio's Baja Smell. And Ruby Nose Baja Shrill. Those are just some of the disses that your business could get if you signed up for business.com. Uh, use the promo code Bob Dylan today to get 15% off your next purchase. Bye. Yeah. All right. All right. Welcome back to Up Late and Pass. Are we, we still doing all right out there? Oh, yeah. All right. I am uh, there, the French cat. And meow, meow. Meow. <laughs> well, uh, you know. Oh, sorry. Okay, we can't, can't do the French thing anymore. I know after last week. So uh, let's uh, let's bring out our first guest, guys. I'm super excited to have him here tonight. Uh, he's an acclaimed photographer for National Geographic, great magazine, great magazine. Whose new book, Lens Flare, is out Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Navin Peabody. Am I saying that right? Come on out! Come on out! Let's give it up for Navin. I'm gonna just give, just give me a handshake. What do you? Give it, no, over here, over here, over here. Yep. Okay, got him. It's uh, Nathan Pleavity. Pleavity. Okay. I'm Mike Stanley. You're not the only one getting fired tonight. All right. All right. Good to be here, uh, Nathan. It's great to have you on the program. Um, it's uh, it's great. This is actually, believe it or not, uh, my first TV appearance. Uh, honestly, looking at you, can't say I'm surprised. Uh, thank you. Okay. Well, uh, great to have you here. I definitely get uh, your behind-the-camera vibes, giving off a lot of those. But uh, welcome to the program. So, uh, what you're, a, you're, you're a real acerbic guy, aren't you? Kind of a David Letterman-y. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. But uh, let's, uh, let's get started here. So what, uh, what have you been up to? You've been working on some, uh, some descriptions? My or photography some, book? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's so, going on uh, with that? I do have an announcement I wanted to make. Um, Many of you are, of course, familiar with my National Geographic work and my many acclaimed uh, coffee table photography books. I, um, I mean, crap, thank you. 
Thank you. Oh, yeah. Let's give it up for, uh, I guess it's we got a big audience. coffee table crowd tonight. Thank you. Uh, they're they're incredibly inspiring. I know um, I'm, a, I'm a world-renowned photographer, but recently I was uh, chatting with with a with an informal person on a plane who was seated next to me. Informal person on the plane. Air, airlines, huh? Informal, yeah. <laughs> airlines. <laughs> Please yeah. do more. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what okay. that means. Uh, what's up with the bathrooms? They occupied? They vacant? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Well, you guys have been on a plane. Whatever. Ugh. And uh, let me say the smell. <laughs> a stinky, stinky. No, thank you. All right. Hey. Uh, air, <laughs> airplane. Yeah. So I was on an airplane, and um, there's a gentleman next to me, and he uh, we were chatting, and he found out I was a photographer, and he said, "Well, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words." Right there at that moment, I knew I was in trouble. A picture's worth a thousand words. Uh, now novels are probably coming to get me. Oh. They got <clears throat> millions of words. So I got to like say... hundred, it's like a thousand pictures. I, so that is one, one thing I considered is just put many, many more pictures smaller in the book... And then, the, then you would have thousands and thousands of words. Uh, uh-huh. The other thing I could, I, what I came to though was, if a picture's worth a thousand words, what's better than a picture? A thousand and one words. This is what I came to decide. So I've replaced all of my pictures in my upcoming uh, coffee table book with uh, squares where the picture should be, and inside each square is at least one thousand and words describing what that picture would have been. It's I've got to say by the by the law this gentleman introduced me to. This picture, this new coffee table book is much better than any I've ever had. And now, do you have any background in in writing? It seems uh, such a such a shift in your in your background. It's there. an incredible shift. Uh, you might even say it's a tilt shift, which is a photography sh- term. Uh, no, I I would say I have very little background in writing. I've written about f stops. I've written about apertures, uh, but but really, I just describe everything that I see. In the picture uh, here, let me let me read you an excerpt. Um, rock in foreground, dusty, orangish, uh, grainy. Used F eleven. It, it goes on from there. Yeah, I think I speak for all of us when I say I would. Words. What was that, sir? Uh, uh, there are many more. Sometimes I just repeat sentences because it doesn't. They don't have to be interesting. It just has to reach over a thousand to be. Worth more than that picture is. I think I speak for everyone when I say, I wish I was looking at a picture instead. Uh, it's great. Uh, so that's exciting. That's really exciting. Thank and I, you. And uh, it's you know I'm very very uh, very thrilled to see your career take this new new shift. Um, and uh, tilt shift. Tilt shift. Sorry, photography yes. firm, right? Uh, no filter, right, guys? <laughs> oh, that's another. I uh, don't know if you realize this. Uh, there's filters in photography as well. Oh, I, I, I did. That's why I made the joke. Uh, where, where do we get these guests? Uh, Seriously, where, where the fuck? Where the fuck? Do we I can, get these I can guests? hear you. We're, oh, uh, no, no, no. Great. Not talking about you. I was talking about the last week. Last week, sure. uh, Mr. Pleabody. That's me. Great name. Uh, weird face, but great name. And uh, welcome, welcome to the program, man. I just want to say that and. Uh, you got something else coming up. Uh, you got a. There's been rumors of a new new invention. Something you're working on. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for asking. I didn't know if anybody had heard about this. Well, I mean, um, that's that's why you're on the show. You know, recently I took a train and uh, had an informal conversation with the train uh, passenger seated next to me, 
And this uh, this kind uh, woman told me that the viewing device on the back of the headrest was the best invention since sliced bread. Sure, sure. So yeah, I'd never heard of that before. Didn't know sliced bread was so great. Uh, Got me thinking... How could I? How could I one up sliced bread? Sure, I am excited here. I've brought a sample uh, to bring out oh. my newest invention: double sliced bread. Oh, it's oh, let's let's give it up for double sliced bread, huh? Sure, it's sliced conventionally, as you would see, right? Uh, but then it's also sliced lengthwise. Makes for a very small sandwich. Sure, smaller sandwiches. You could use it for that. What's that? It's like a, exactly. It's like a half sandwich. Derek. <laughs> the is, the man is, from yeah. Woo, very familiar with snacks and sandwiches. Great to have. <laughs> uh, may I say to you, sir, shisha, for that comment. Uh, uh, and I just wanted to say, we uh, almost got away from it. Trains? What's the deal with their bathroom? Occupied? They're not? <laughs> We've all been on a train. I, I, in my experience, uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. And honestly, when I'm peeing in there, it's going everywhere. It's too, it's moving. I mean, right? We all know, we know that? Bring back planes! Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then uh, I was there. It was weird. I was on the train food, but they served me airplane food. Oh. <laughs> And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, the smell. <laughs> I did have diarrhea, but that's for another day. I have, uh, yes. So, uh, that okay, double sliced bread, uh, you know, hearing about it, you would have thought, wow, that doesn't seem great. And now looking at it, those are confirmed. Yeah, that's confirmed. So, uh, now, what else have you been, uh, you've been up to? Ah, uh, I I have this issue as well. I've I I have to tell you the secret to it is you hold your finger on the screen for longer than you would think. It's a capacitive touch issue. Now, now here's a question: Do you, can you hold? Does your bread activate the touch screen? Can you hold a piece of bread up there? I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. I haven't tried that. It's just normal bread. Uh, it's 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 not normal bread, sir. Uh, I I hate to disparage you this way but it is double sliced bread it is the best thing since sliced bread double sliced bread uh let me let me t- i have a picture here uh if you take a look it's a it's a polaroid and it has a thousand and one words on it about double sliced bread i can't see it uh sure you pa- just words it. just words but it says here you take a piece of the bread you take it a cheese you put it together, you got a piece of the cheesy bread. I'm just kidding, guys. That's my character. You know, that's my character. I do, we like to have fun here on uh, Late Night uh, Play in Pasadena. Was that Karnak? Uh, you know, sure, man. Sure. Yes, absolutely. It was Karnak. Uh, wonder bread. Well, I'm wondering about your bread. I will say that. But uh, you, you've been a busy man. Can I say that, Mr. Pleabody? Uh, you're welcome to. Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, you've been a busy man. End of statement. Uh, you've uh, recently been working on some, um, you know, a little bit. Hello, HR, squeeze me. Uh, sex tips for couples. Oh, oh yes, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually was recently uh, on a bus. Have you guys ever taken a bus? You, you seem to be traveling a lot. And oh. let me say about buses, <laughs> where are the bathrooms? Can I occupy that? Oh. <laughs> All right, yep. Lost, lost him on that one. Yeah, I think I think uh, that one's run its course. Uh, 
uh, so I was recently on a bus, and there was this kind uh, child, uh, informal passenger sitting next to me, and uh, this this informal child told me about uh, a, uh, something that that he he had learned on his travels. Uh, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, uh, I haven't tried this out yet, but I have a theory for uh, committed uh, couples out there. Uh-huh. If you if you're out on a date, <laughs> you're the funniest, and you want to feel a little frisky in public. Oh, all right. But you don't want to get in trouble. No, no. Ask your woman uh, to hold out her hand. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, pr- provided that she does not shave her nether regions. <laughs> Let me just say that. Okay, uh, Nathan, that's <laughs> easy. And what you want to do is uh, <laughs> you want to take your middle finger mm. and you want to place it. Uh, in her hand. Nothing dirty about this. Nothing dirty about this. Not loving where this is going, Evan. Right? I could do it to you right now. I, would, I mean, I would pref- just place I'd your... rather read a thousand and one words on how not to do it. Let me, let me tell you, uh, you push it, put your middle finger just like so into her hand. I'm doing it into my own hand now just to demonstrate. So you it's put weird. your, what you might call your bird in her hand and what she will feel. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. You're flipping the bird. Smart you, take, you flip that bird, you put it in her hand, and that bird in the hand is worth two in her bush, and she will feel great. Uh, that's uh, that's that gross. That is really gross, and I think that we, yeah, we got to go. Yeah, no, I'm seeing, I'm seeing. We got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we gotta. Woo! Technical difficulties. Boop, 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 boop. We're gonna take a quick commercial because. My God, uh, well, Nathan Peabody, if he's not arrested, will still be here when we get back, and we'll have our uh, another guest coming up, Michael Stewart. So we're going to take a quick uh, break, and you're listening to Uplet and Pasadena. How many times has this happened to you? You open up the Facebook only to see the same boring interface with no new features and all your friends' most recent posts cluttering up your feed. Uh, terrible, right? Hi, I'm Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of the Facebook. Yeah, I still call it that. Here at the Facebook, we strive to make your favorite social network even better. Uh, you said you loved the orderly newsfeed, so we implemented an algorithm to keep you from seeing so many of your friends' posts and prioritize political posts from your kooky aunts in the Midwest. You said you valued privacy. So we made sure to only sell your likeness and personal information to verified advertisers, not directly to identity thieves. And most recently, we added a marketplace feature so that you can sell used goods to absolute strangers who will now know your face and personal details. You're welcome. What's better than a million dollars? The Facebook. Welcome back. Welcome back to Up Late in Pasadena. Who were they advertising? I don't know. We, 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 don't, we don't talk about our sponsors here. They're all great. They're all, you, you don't. Uh, sir, if you could just take it easy out there. But welcome back. You're listening to Up Late. And by listening, I mean, you're watching. People say I tend to talk too much. Yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it right now. People are right. People are absolutely right. Loud and clear. 
Okay. Welcome back to Up Late in Pasadena. Uh, we've had a great, we've had a tremendous show. Double sliced bread, you know. Oh my God! Can you believe it? Let's give it up for uh, Pleabody here. Bob Dylan still in the house, coming up in a short while. But uh, right now, guys, this next this next guest, I am just thrilled out of my mind about. Our next guest is a psychologist and author of numerous love and sex psychology books. Please welcome. To the program, Dr. Michael Stortz. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Michael Stortz. Hey, hey. Great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Great to have you there. Uh, wow. So uh, we, uh, we're, we're, we're very pleased to, to you to take time out of your busy schedule to join oh, us. Absolutely. I know there's a lot yeah. of love and sex in the world, right? I mean, we're all, we're all homo sapiens, right? That's something. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. Oh, my God. Seriously, writer's meeting after the show, guys. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, Michael, you know, so you've been uh, pretty busy uh, yourself. You've got uh, uh, your, your your book. Uh, yes, my first book. Yeah, your first uh, book. The Art of French Kissing. Um, that was a big hit. Uh, went, you know, so we sold uh, 1.3 million copies worldwide. Oh. And uh, that kind of launched my career. And now I'm uh, going on tour promoting my second book. Um, and that is getting handsy. So oh. uh, look for it in stores um, this this fall. Uh, sure, it's, it's hopefully gonna move things to the next level. Sure. For now, how, now, how far to the next level? So uh, Frenching, for those not familiar, is uh, uh, well, it's, just, uh, it's um, it's you, you know, like a normal peck is uh, just you know basic level of kissing. Pecker. Uh, and Frenching is when you open up the mouth and you start to use a little bit of tongue. Ah, the old tonsil hockey. Yes, mm-hmm. not, not tonsil hockey uh, is one of the yeah. Pl- uh, Nathan Cleavity, maybe uh, write a thousand one words about it. But uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You, I can. I tell. know it can be a little bit, you know, unsettling sometimes to think about it. Sure, but it's it, once you're really in love with someone, um, the connection that you two can share while Frenching is. Mm-hmm. It's glorious, now, and this is a lot. A lot of what's covered. Now, now here's uh, just a, a personal question. So, uh, about four years ago, I was on the uh, dance floor. I was very uh, inebriated. I uh, ran into this uh, woman. Um, I don't know her name and don't remember what she looks like. Oh, but this is an infor- uh, informal woman. A, v- a very informal woman. Um, uh, I'd had a I don't like where this is going. Yeah, <laughs> informal woman. I don't remember her name or her face or anything about her and. Uh, in a drunken uh, act, we uh, kissed, we Frenched, and I never called her again. Is that love? You know, maybe maybe you had a love for the for the scenario, right? right. Uh, maybe maybe not the specific person. I think love takes a long time to develop. But I will say, I wouldn't condone that. I think that's uh, that's that's a that's a pretty heavy action mm. for a stranger, and you never know what you could contract. You know, I think um, she had a beard too. Anyway, well, there's nothing, you know. Hey, I love the circus. Nothing wrong there, uh, Mr. Pleabody. Have you ever been kissed? Yes. Oh, yeah, oh sorry. To me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I know you have, yeah, you dirty dog. Just, I'm always getting uh, questions. Like I'm not sure if I know uh, the proper meaning of the term when you were speaking of uh, kissing. I was thinking of what conspires between me and my mother. However, when you okay, Mr. Pleabody. Oh my oh. God. Uh, on the cheek. Okay, okay. I hope we're talking about the face. All right, so, uh, Mr. Stortz, wow. Let me say, this is, uh, I mean, I read your first book, and it changed 
my life. Uh, me and my wife, we were doing it a lot. all wrong. Yeah, all wrong. You really? know, and I thought, you know, we were in love. I, I asked her to marry me, and uh, you know, she. We were just. I was just always doing the pecker thing, and now, no. you know, Frenchie has changed our lives. And now the the handsy thing. Are we moving? You know, first base to second. We going uh, triple? Are we going for the um, whole grand slam? You know what I mean? Let's. I mean, let's slow down a little bit. Uh, that's so. I, I I hear what you're implying. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. We're on national television right now. And, International. Uh, you know, I don't want to get too <laughs> deep into the situation. Mushy mushy um, to those watching but, in Japan. Uh, you know, I, I, this, was, this is a question I've been getting a lot from a lot of people. I've been hearing that word, uh, the second base, yes, um, yes. as they say. Mm-hmm. And and this is not a book about second base, okay? Okay. Uh, what we're talking about is using your hands to, uh, you know, to, to, to enlighten the experience. Uh, touching the jawline, touching the back. Moving your moving your way to the side of the back if your partner isn't too ticklish, uh, moving your way up the back, up the spine, uh, t- and and giving massages, hand massages are incredibly sensual. Uh, I have had numerous experiences with hand massages that I w- will never forget uh, with my wife. Oh, oh, but no, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Aboubes. <laughs> I would rather not talk about that. Uh, I I gave I gave you a list of uh, no nos <laughs> per se. Is what yes, I like I, I'm what? just getting a little uh, rowdy. And what, what uh, type looks uh, like you didn't look at it. So, uh, but it is, that's great. Um, so you, had, you had some no nos. You got to do. I didn't get any to do any no nos. What were you no nos? Uh, I well, that's they're no nos, so you can't talk about uh, them. Um, okay, but I'd love to talk more about. Uh, I'd love to talk more about my book and what's actually in it, not what's not in it, because what's not in it is not in it for a reason. My book. Some <laughs> you guys seem more. Uh, I'm sorry. Is that a no-no? Uh, all right. Let's, so uh, personally, yes, but it's no, a personal I... no-no. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So in the chapter, uh, I'll be honest. I haven't gotten all the way through. It's been. It's one of those books that it's so good you don't want to finish or pick up. You know, it's just like whoa, too good. I, I don't have time for this uh-huh. right now. But uh, in uh, it's, chapter... It's classic Letterman. Uh. <laughs> in uh, chapter seven, uh, the one where it's uh, finger me once, shame on me, finger me twice, French me. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and by fingering, when, when in this book, when I'm talking about fingering, I'm talking about using your finger to yeah. poke... Uh, the belly button yeah. of your partner. Yes, yeah, sorry. Ba- yes, for our viewers, uh, I don't. We are not and, and talking. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure yeah. because yeah. I, this seems like a pretty raunchy show from what I've heard so far. <laughs> um, a lot. Yeah, a lot of the times people will think fingering is something else. Uh, I use that term to describe what I think fingering is. It's like a fingering you know. potato. <laughs> uh, can, can, I, can, can I ask? Uh, I was asked by police officers recently to finger a culprit. Is that what you're referring to? Uh, I don't, th- I don't think so. I think, I think you seem to have a bit of a miss. You seem to have trouble understanding certain idioms. I know. I, I see you're pointing. I was, I was backstage. You're pointing. Uh, yeah, you're just pointing. I'm fingering you right now. Uh, well, we I are. Didn't do it. <laughs> we are having a. We will be off the air soon, very soon. Uh, but uh, Mr. Excuse me, Doctor Stortz. Uh, have you had uh, double sliced bread? We have some right here. Oh, um, let me give it a try. This yes. 
twice as sliced. This is great. I love what you've done with it. I wanted some. Oh, it's that woo guy. Oh, uh, well. No, you know, free no, shows you know enough. What? No, you know You're what? You're going to give it to him? Yeah. You're going to give it to uh, him. Okay. I'm right here on this oh! show. We have here lost. We have lost it all here on Up Late in Pasadena. How, is he, are you feeding? He's feeding it like a dog. Like some kind of butter jam or something. Well, That's... we can't all, you know, get exactly what we want. Uh, and that's actually Kiss! Kiss! Kiss him! That I talk about in my book is, you Lunch? know... Your partner isn't always willing to do what you want to do. You know, maybe your partner has um, a no above the uh, above the the chest line, mm. um, like the armpit area. People can be very ticklish there. Uh, maybe they don't like being touched on the arm. It's uh, that, but that just might be you know physiological. Now, I don't mean to get thing. too personal here, but uh, you're talking a lot about uh, maybe your partner doesn't want to do things. When was the last time you touched your wife? Well, my wife and I, we we're very careful when we touch each other because we understand that it's it, it you know it's a it's a, it's a very intense act. Mm. Um, so you know so these, these hand massages per se. Um, whenever my wife will uh, let me go so far as to give her a hand massage, maybe ooh. we've been watching Grey's Anatomy or something, and uh-huh. we're just in the right mood. Can um, I take a moment and say we are all disgusted? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and of course, we we and I'm not talking about the the more raunchy episodes of Grey's Anatomy. We we check first, uh, but you know when she'll let me do this, it it it's it's not common. But when it happens, it it means a lot. And I think uh, that's what's important is is quantity quality over quantity, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I so like we're talking to talk like about a lot. Birthdays, you get to touch your back. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. How did how, did you meet her on a on a plane or? It's <laughs> an informal life or something. Plea money in the house. That's good. I don't know I'm going to be good. out of a job, but me not women. because of your skills. Because this is a raunchy app. All right, all right. It's great to be here on uh, up late in Pasadena. Um, now the art of. Uh, God, the art of French. Art of French kissing, yeah. That's that was my big hit. That's really something. Uh, that was my fame. Now, yeah, in chapter I'm if can we talk about your first book a little bit? I absolutely I mean, sure. nobody ever wants to talk about their first book forever. Right, uh, right, right. Happy to. I'm sure. Happy well, to. yes, that's that's great. Why not? Uh in the cha- in chapter nine, uh smooch, 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 oopsies, I smooched you again. Uh you yes. discussed uh just like a uh, uh, two jaws interlocking for several minutes, and you know, almost both of you passing out together with interlocking jaws. Right. I mean, is that a technique you recommend? It sounds dangerous. It sounds dangerous. It sounds dangerous. It sounds dangerous. Well, a lot of couples they they can get a little bit bored, and mm-hmm. you know, they've been Frenching for a while. They've been using uh, skills from chapter one through six, uh, and. You know, they need to move to the next level from Frenching, and that's where I sort of developed this move. You unhinge your jaw, you lock in, hopefully you and your partner fit just right, um, and you nearly suffocate. um, And that's sort of a show of your commitment. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's what, what marriage feels, feels like, like, right? Right. That's what marriage and feels like. What's it's, weird, though, put at that the, in the third edition, at the end of uh, in the at the end of the book, you close in the epilogue of uh, with French's French's, and you say, uh, you, I mean, you you know, you say very candidly that's a little kinky, but you recommend putting a little bit of French's mustard as a mustache uh, and on both of her kiss it yeah, off. kiss it off. Yeah, um, honestly, gross. Well, if you eat 
half a hot dog before and then do it and then eat half a hot dog after, it's almost like you're putting the mustard on the hot dog. I'll say this. And uh, we got to hope we're going to get shut down after this. But uh, I think... I I'll, honestly, I've heard too much uh, from both of these guys, and uh, we still got Bob Dylan coming up. So uh, we're going to take another commercial break, and hopefully, I'll be dead by the time we get back. You're listening to Late Night Up Late. Hey guys, it's Jeff from Convince Me, and today I want to tell you about Liker. Liker is a brand new dating app that seeks to find meaningful connections between people, not just hookups. I actually joined Liker myself earlier this week, and I find the design of the app to be really... Wait. Oh, my God. I just checked it. I I got a match. You guys. Oh. Ben, there, I got a match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a match. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, dude. She's blonde. She's 24. She works as an intern. Mm-hmm. This is this is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, um, how are you doing? Okay. 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 Nothing uh, yet. Okay. What do you guys? I mean, I mean, yeah, What do you guys think? Where he's look? Yeah. Oh, looks great. Looks great. Yeah, looks looks very good. You're gonna be meeting her soon. So <laughs> don't get your hopes up too high. Buddy. Uh, yeah. That's, well, okay. Well, also don't get him too low. Well, make sure to check out Liker on the App Store today and uh, use the promo code DATE to get 15% off your first month. And I'll make sure to update you on what's going on between me and Sabrina. Um, yeah. All right. Well, bye. I, I smell wedding bells. Wait, uh, are you sure that's a... I mean, it looks, it looks maybe. Like, it looks kind of like Juliet. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, welcome back. Thank you to our commercial uh, commercial sponsors. Thank you very much. You're, uh, this has been a uh, really fun, then really gross, and maybe we can end it on a high note again. A episode of Up Late in Pasadena. You're talking about the, the bird in the hand. That that was the gross part. Yeah. That was the gross part. I wasn't a fan. Wasn't personally. A, it wasn't. It's uh, worth two in the bush. No. Yeah. No. Every time you should be off uh, off the couch now. Everyone's gone. Sorry, no no sorry, more guests. It's, it's just pl- gross. It's, it's gross. just gross. I liked it. Oh, well, we, we have a dedicated fan base, uh, so that's good. And uh, honestly, I am so so excited for those other two guests. I was just making it up because I'm contractually obligated. But this what? one. But this one, <laughs> I am genuinely thrilled about. He is a legend of epic proportions, um, and he recently won a Nobel Prize. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, the man, the myth, the legend, Bob Dylan. Hey, uh, like you said, I won the, won the Nobel haven't been playing the guitar for a few years, and then I give the people what they want, so it's, you may recognize this song.
Uh-oh. Think about guitars, is Go out of tune. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a sounds a little better. Hands in the south. Okay. There's a time I was in uh, walking through a field and Jesus spoke to me. Said. Said, W.C. Fields is what you should be reading. And I said, Jesus, uh, talk about the government, I talk about spaceships, I talk about everything that's uh, important to me, and I get to a place. Uh, okay, there it is. Oh, uh, well. Maybe just, play that hey, maybe just focus on one, anything. Just play. Play, play something. You know, guitar takes a lot of dexterity, much, uh, much like... No, Doctor Doctor Storts. Doctor Storts. Be able to get off the Doctor Storts. Doctor Storts. This guy probably has some good tongue work. Mister Storts, get off the stage. Mister Storts, get off the microphone. Uh, ladies, ladies, uh, honest, ladies and gentlemen, just, just Bob Dylan, Bob, D- Bob Dylan. Yes, I'm something out of mind oh, that I've no, experienced through the years. That's gonna, that I think that that I don't believe you. You're a liar. Something I forgot to mention that Do- is always I always try to bring up is don't have bad breath. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Dr. Storts. I was Get- thinking about a leash team. Oh, oh, there we go. Bob Dylan again. Bob Dylan. Orphanages. Okay, okay. Well, uh, we'd like to... Uh, we'd like to thank Bob Dylan, but unfortunately, I don't think I have it in me. So, Bob Dylan, and uh, I think... Uh, that's uh, that's gonna do it here on uh, up late in Pasadena. A big thank you to our guest, uh, Dr. Michael Stortz. Uh, weird books, but check them out. Um, yeah, still here. What is who's on security? Who's on security? And uh, I've done some wrenching in my time. No, uh, no. This is we're ending the show. Love to I, uh, and, no, and we can talk backstage. Sh- sure, you guys can do, do, not. On this stage, you can get out. You're talking you, about your when you squint your eyes like French Stewart. No, right? no, no. no. French, and, uh, French. Uh, less talky. And honestly, no play either, because that was bad for everyone. And uh, Navin Pleavity, thanks for stopping by. Check out his new book, A Thousand and One Descriptions of Scenes. Uh, big thanks to both of them. I thought we said no playing, Mr. Dylan. Great respect for you. Great respect. And uh, Bob Dylan, it was great. Uh, great performance here. And uh, thanks to our fan. Yep. <laughs> and I think that's going to do it on Up Late in Pasadena. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Thayer the French Day. We'll be back next week with our normal format. Good night. Stay tuned for Carson Daly.
<laughs> that was super fun. That was really fun.